we took it out to his teammates in the seals and his family. And we just kind of gut checked it. Like, guys, what do you think? Like, is this the craziest idea ever? And everyone came back universally and all said, Glenn would kick your ass if you don't do this. And I was like, well, here we go. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. Welcome to episode number 130 of the Rebel Health Coach Podcast. Today's guest is Sean Lake. Sean is a former professional snowboarder who went on to join Burton Snowboards. And all the snowboarders out there know who Burton is. They make one of the finest snowboards around. He also worked at Sean White's team manager and landed a spot as the director of sports marketing at DC Shoes. After decades in action sports marketing, Sean co-founded Bub's Naturals, a line of collagen peptides and all-natural supplements named after Sean's childhood best friend, Glenn Bub Doherty, a Navy SEAL who was killed in Benghazi, Libya, on 9-11 in 2012. He's a devoted husband, father, and fitness fanatic. Sean is passionate about helping other people feel great and do good. I hope you had a very happy holiday season and a very Merry Christmas. I would like to take this time and wish you a very happy new year. It's 2022. Can you imagine? Well, we got 2020 and 2021 out of the way. What does 2022 bring us? Who knows? But I'm sure it will be interesting. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast, Sean. Thank you so much for joining me today. And how's it going out in SoCal? It's not bad today. Thank you for having me on as a guest, Tom. Whenever you live anywhere where the average temperature is about 75 degrees year-round, you, you're really hard-pressed to complain. <laughs> yeah, Atlanta's nice, but it gets cold this time of year. My little puppy loves to get up at 6.30 in the morning and make me take her for a walk. So I've got my... Next to my bed are my long johns, a winter coat, my jeans, some tennis shoes. And at 6.30, when she starts to whine, I get up and start my day. She's like my permanent alarm clock. Yes, I got a three-year-old and a five-year-old that act as that same alarm clock for me. And I'm not saying I'm looking forward to the years when they're lazy teenagers who want to sleep until noon. But right now, 6 a.m., uh, they're ready to go. So I got to get up with them. Now, you're in... Encinitas. Yep. And it's such a beautiful area. And, and none of the podcasts, none of the Rebel Health Coach podcast listeners have ever heard this story. I lived in San Diego and I worked at a, a local strip club, and I'm not going to name it, as a bouncer. And I also was a professional clown in San Diego. And I worked at, at the botanical, San Diego Botanical Gardens are close to Encinitas. They're in, they're in Encinitas, but at right. one, you're not moving past job number one and job number two. 
I want to know if you ever showed up to work, work in the door at a clown at a strip club in a clown suit. No, man, I got the Marines and the Navy out there. No, there's no way. <laughs> the best conversation i've had in weeks we're already off to a raging start here yeah i was talking i was telling ashley about that my little step in the strip club industry i did that and i worked as a clown and i worked at botanical gardens and there was a resort out there a really big resort i worked as a clown i did some party or like a father's day and a mother's day gig out there i know i want to say legoland would have been probably one of the biggest resorts that would have applied to the family environment Yeah, there's a little this... bit less so than the strip club. But then there's La Costa resort, which is right nearby. That was it. That's it. That's it. Famous golf course there yep. and, and right around the corner. So Legoland, La Costa and the botanical gardens is it's a stone's throw from my neighborhood. So I'm right around the corner. Yeah, and I did some sea world gigs in between Shamu shows. Oh yeah. So I worked in, in a restaurant called Carlos Murphy's. That used to be know. down in, in Mission Bay. Because I lived by the roller coaster in Mission Bay. Yeah. And so this was in that Mission Bay area was Carlos Murphy's. And I didn't work as a clown there. I wore a, a tuxedo and did tables and table balloons that night. And you, I ran- you realize just in the first five minutes of this conversation, you became one of the most interesting people on the planet. <laughs> I've, had, I've had quite a life, man. So yeah, it was good. It was fun. And, and the waiters and waitresses used to be pissed. Cause I'd take home like five, $600 in tips. Mm-hmm. And they're like getting two, 300. And they're like, man, well, who are you going to give your money to? I You're going to give your the, money to you. The guy that's making you laugh. And I, I loved it too. Cause it would, you had the kids crowd first. And then at night I got the adult crowd. So I'd get bachelor parties and bachelorette parties and I'd make penis balloons and ring toss. And it would be, it was, I had a ball, man. And that well, was, and, and it's the right town for that. San Diego's got right. that vibrant nightlife that is super energetic. So the, the right. kind of running joke is you move to San Diego in your twenties, you move right. down to Pacific beach, mission beach, like all the spots that you right. were down. And then you meet the girl you're going to marry and you move up to North County and you start having kids. Right. Okay. <laughs> it was fun. And I had a great time and it's part of my past and it's good past. It's not a bad past. I just had a, I left to San Diego in 90 or 88. So I moved back to Michigan and then I moved back and then I moved here in 98. Yeah. So you've been in in Atlanta for a minute now. Yeah. Yeah. That became home. Yes. And it's still home. I keep thinking about moving back to Michigan because my family's all up there. But, and then I think about this, like they just got pounded by snow and I'm like, pounded. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have a, a customer a slash friend, the deputy director for counterterrorism for the FBI is a long-standing Bubs customer, very busy job. And he's from just outside of Detroit. And what he loves to do is he loves to send me text messages from these crazy runs that he'll go on. And so I'll wake up in the morning at you know 6 a.m., check my phone and and four out of, you know, four out of five business days, he's already done one of these runs and he's been in Michigan for the last week. So he'll write, it'd be like nine, 15 minute pace, seven and a half miles, four inches of snow. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you were talking about Kalamazoo. I used to work at Bell's brewery. Like Cal- V Bell's yep. brewery. Yep. As a bouncer, which was not a really easy job because it's a hippie bar. Yeah. So 
I never had, you never get fights in the hippie bar. You can have too many two hearted ales right. and, and right. you're, exactly. you're going to fall over. It's about as, about as harmful as you're going to get is self-inflicted. Right. And the only fights we ever had was when a non hippie would come in and get drunk on two hearted. And then I'd have fights. Yeah. But they, they were well, really easy because there was just, you got to leave because the hippies aren't bothering me. No, they'll get bumped into right. and if you want to talk odd jobs, I, I could go down a rabbit hole oh, myself. Yeah, sure. We're going to steer clear of those. Right, right. Well, we're going to get into them right now because you've got a quite a story. But before we dig in to Bub's Naturals, which is the original reason for this podcast, how does one go from professional snowboarding into this crazy world of supplements? The only real prerequisite that you have is getting older. And if you kind of built this life and I really built this life in my twenties around experiencing the outdoor lifestyle to its absolute fullest. And for me, like I was hell bent since being a teenager on becoming a professional snowboarder. So I fell in love with snowboarding in my teenage years. I grew up in suburban Massachusetts, just outside of Boston. And I grew up skiing, like on the weekends, my mom would make sure the kids didn't get into too much trouble. So she'd take us up to Waterville Valley and Killington and all these little small ski hills, Wachusett, and, and I learned to ski. Somewhere around 15 years old or so, I discovered what skateboarding was. And I instantly was like, this is awesome. I got to do this. Now, this is in the 80s. Okay. And skateboarding was new. It, it was just starting to really get out and around, especially in the suburbs of Massachusetts. Like, if you ever saw a skateboarder, you'd be like, you're like me. And, and there's only like two of us in the whole town. <laughs> so you identified with this very small tribe. And I was just drawn to it, man. Like, I, that was what I wanted to do. Well, it snows a lot in new England. So I found myself looking for other ways to ride a skateboard. And that's when I discovered snowboarding. So I was, you know, 17 years old and I found a local skateboard shop that had a snowboard in it. And I was like, I got to have one of those. I got to learn how to do this thing. This is like skateboarding on the snow, which is right. where I live like that. Those two things were what you had to do. Cause you weren't rolling around on a skateboard. So I put my money together, I bought a snowboard and we would hike the local Hills in our hometown to learn how to snowboard. Now snowboarding wasn't allowed at a lot of the ski resorts back then. Okay. So my mom would still take us kids up to Killington for the weekend and to go on these ski weekends. Well, Killington didn't allow snowboarding. So I, I couldn't snowboard. I had to ski. And then I'd come home and I'd try and snowboard. And so I was just drawn to it. And eventually I started going to mountains and allowed snowboarding. It allowed me to invest and progress. And I was just, I was all in on it. I just, I loved every aspect of the sport and being outdoors and doing the things. And the more I did it, the more I was drawn to it. So then came time to pick colleges and I picked a college to be close to the mountains and I literally did everything I could to navigate life, to get into the mountains. And long story short, I dropped out of college to pursue a dream of becoming a professional snowboarder. And I think when you love something enough and you're passionate about it right. enough, you're going to find a way to get involved in that space. And for me, that was it. I wanted to be a rider. I didn't know how far I could take it, but I knew that I loved it. And that was enough for me. It was a very simple linear path. I'm here today. I want to go there tomorrow. 
And that led to years and years of living in the mountains and meeting new friends and having new experiences and working a boatload of unique odd jobs to eventually land in a spot where, you know, I could snowboard for a living. And it was amazing. Now, I'll jump forward a little bit. Then you get to that point where you can't snowboard for a living anymore because you're too old. And I had that moment where I was turning 30. I'd been doing it for the better part of a decade. I just graduated from the University of Utah. I'd, I'd cobbled together a degree and I was still endorsed. I still had all my sponsors, but I was like, man, there's a whole group of younger kids coming in that are going to be better, faster, more nimble than I am. It's time to pass the torch. And I've always kind of agreed that, you know, it's, it's better to quit than to be quit. And so what I mean by that is I didn't want to wait till my sponsors cut me off the team and you're going, I wanted to be the one to walk away and say, Hey guys, invest what you've invested in me on the next generation. And that led me into my thirties, which is when the effects of aging, they happen to all of us, whether you like it or not. And I still in my head was that same professional snowboarder even though I wasn't riding as much as I used to, I moved to San Diego. I wasn't in the mountains anymore, but every time I strapped on a board, I was that same 21 year old kid. So now I'm 50 and in my head, I'm that same 21 year old kid. That was 29 years ago. And I want to ride at that same level that I rode then forever, as long as I can. So you kind of asked a very open-ended question, but all you got to do to discover the fountain of youth is age and you will start searching and seeking out the things that are out there in life, whether it be diet, exercise, meditation, wellness. There's so many tools at our disposal that you don't know about when you're in your twenties, you don't care. But when you turn 30, you turn 40, now 50, man, hopefully it's not too late and you're trying to unlock some good living and some good times. And I'm all about that preservation. I'm all about trying to pour yourself into whatever you choose to do with the utmost energy and enthusiasm. And I don't want to let father time be the thing that that holds me back. That's not something I want to tolerate. So that's how we discovered collagen. That's how I discovered (laughs) the world of bubs. And there's a lot more to the story in between there, but do do you still associate with, cause you work for Sean white. Yeah. I still talk to Sean. So I, when I got done snowboarding, I had graduated college. So I got a degree in political science from the university of Utah. And I had all these plans to join the state department and I was going to take the civil service exam, but that wasn't until the end of the summer. And it was January when I wrapped up school. So I was like, Oh, I got a whole winter to myself. I'll just wait tables and snowboard and work at the strip club or whatever. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I didn't have a job there, but I'm jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> and I was just going to work odd jobs and, and have a great time in the winter. And I ended up getting a phone call from a buddy of mine who was dating a girl on the Burton team. And he was a, a pro rider named Mikey Bassich. And Mikey said, Hey, they just let go or they they have, they need, and there's an opening at Burton snowboards for a North American team manager. Would you be interested? He said, I know you're getting done snowboarding and you're going to transition. He said, man, it'd be really cool to have you stick around. And I'm like, oh, that's great, man. But no, I'm not interested in that. So when you interview for a job and you don't have anything to lose, 
you can kind of put your best self forward in a way like you're not as guarded you're not anticipating it you're not so in want of the thing that it would actually prevent you from being your best self and i had this goal of joining the state department so i went and interviewed with burton snowboards to be the north american team manager and i was going to interview for the best i could because i took the time to do it but i, I didn't really think i was going to do the job so i interviewed well and they ended up offering me the job and the pay was ridiculous for being a kid who was snowboarding most of the time and waiting tables and i ended up looking you know in the mirror and i'm like man what an opportunity. And the focus of the job that I took was to work with Sean White and move to Encinitas because he was living with his parents in Carlsbad. So he was in high school at the time. This was a while ago. So I would go travel around the U.S. to the different snowboarding events with Sean, make sure he did his homework, and then we'd go to practice afterwards. <laughs> is, he, is he doing Do you know if he's doing the Olympics? The oh yeah. He'll be in oh. copper next week for the trials. He's okay. been over. I'm, I'm really close friends with his coach, JJ Thomas. Okay. And JJ has been working with him over in Europe to get prepped up. He's riding super strong and the first qualifiers this weekend. So Sweet. yeah, he's making, making another push for it. And he's good that way, man. He's got that competitive gene just baked in him, and he's had it since he was 15 and he's got that fire. It's, it's great to see. That's cool. So that's how, so let's talk about how Bubs got started. Yeah. So along the way, there's a shared adventure here. So when I moved to the mountains of Utah to chase this dream of being a pro snowboarder, I moved out with my best buddy from, from high school, this guy named Glenn Doherty and Glenn and I both lived that mountain lifestyle. And he would go to Costa Rica in the summer and go surfing and tour with the grateful dead. And he was a river guy down in Moab and we both fly fished and just did all the cool stuff that you do when you live in the mountains. And when we're both turning 25, well, we were 24 turning 25. We kind of had one of those like big adults sit down and said, Hey man, all of our friends from high school have graduated college. All of our friends are getting married. They all have real jobs. And we're sitting here in Utah having the time of our lives, but we can't do this forever. Now, at the time, I had gotten all my endorsements. I'd achieved that thing that I wanted to do. And Glenn had the aspirations of becoming a pro skier, and he was a great skier. But it didn't really line up, and there, there weren't those big endorsements. So he said, if I haven't made it as a pro skier by the time I turned 25, I'm going to join the Navy and become a Navy SEAL. Mm. Now, this is in 1995. Okay. Right? There's not a lot of knowledge about Navy SEALs. It's not on the front pages of newspapers. No, man, this was like some obscure stuff back then. The joke I like to tell is that there was a Charlie Sheen movie that we rented on VHS to learn about what a Navy SEAL was. And it's not that Glenn was this super patriotic. He was, of course, but like he wasn't like, didn't grow up like going like, I'm super pro-military. I want to join the military. It was a challenge. He was very attracted to seeing what he was personally made of. What could he do? And he'd met a couple of Navy SEALs uh, on one of his surf trips. And they kind of put it in his head. They're like, you know, hey, you got what it takes, man. You could do this. And Glenn was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And so he took off, turned 25, and he joined the Navy. And a year later, I'm going to his Bud's graduation. So imagine me showing up in San Diego, long, shaggy hair, the snowboarder guy, like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> 
Navy, huh? And actually, it was really funny because we've had this really eclectic group of friends ever since Glenn joined the Navy because you know he was a brother to me, like my best friend. And so we'd get together on these trips. It would be like a bunch of Navy SEALs and a bunch of snowboarders all hanging out together, and everyone got along famously. They would always had this great admiration for like the kind of adrenaline junkie lifestyle that snowboarders and surfers and action sports personifies. And we, of course, would look at them and be like, you guys do some of the most badass stuff in the world. Uh, so there's a great mutual respect there on uh, probably the link of adrenaline <laughs> that, that kept us all tight. And yeah, so Glenn served 10 years in the Navy. I took the job with Burton, which led me into this career in, in action sports. Like I worked with ESPN. Uh, I worked for six years with DC Shoes, which was a part of Quicksilver and always in the sports arena. And then my best buddy, Glenn, was stationed 30 minutes south of me down in Coronado at SEAL Team 3. So we would just get the band back together every weekend and when he wasn't deployed. So Glenn gets out of the Navy. He starts contracting for the Central Intelligence Agency doing GRS work. So that's, that's basically the hired security work. It's very dangerous. And he was providing security for Central Intelligence Agency operatives. So CIA guys, intelligence officers are going out. Glenn's protecting them, protecting U.S.-based assets. So he'd be gone for three months and then he'd come home for three months and he would go to, you know, Beirut. He'd go to Afghanistan. He'd be in a very dangerous spots. He used to joke, he'd call me from a uh, satellite phones, check in, and he'd say things like, I can't tell you where I am, but I'm in a country that rhymes with lemon. <laughs> <laughs> that was the kind of guy he was. Like he was always having fun with it. But we end up becoming roommates again, two guys turning 40 that hadn't quite settled down. We hadn't quite figured out what that love thing was supposed to be with perspective wise we both had gotten divorced and we're we're going on surf trips and snow trips when he's not deployed and basically like two grown kids exactly like we were in our 20s and then glenn deployed in 2012 to tripoli and he was one of the navy seals who was killed on 9-11 in 2012 mm. responding to the terror attacks in benghazi libya so you know, if you ever saw the movie 13 hours right. or you remember when Hillary Clinton was secretary of state and she got yeah. a whole bunch of trouble, that was all, that was my roommate. Now for me, this guy who's living in the action sports, youth lifestyle space and just running around without a care in the world. I was also the executor of Glenn's estate. I was a power of attorney. I was just listed next of kin. And, um, next thing you know, you know, that black SUV is in front of my house giving me that news and I get kind of like thrust action. Okay. Like there's a major national incident here. My best friend, my brother, my, my roommate is at the center of it. I have a legacy to protect and doing that was a very important job and one that I took and take very seriously. Glenn was a kind of guy who meant the world to hundreds and hundreds of people. And Tom, literally, like if you had hung out with Glenn, you'd be like, Glenn's my man. He's my best friend. Like he, you would have a true human connection with him. And that is something you just can't fake. Right. And, and he had it in, in, in abundance. So we wanted to remember Glenn for that, that great person that he was. So his family and I got together and we decided, Hey, let's start a foundation. 
let's help special operators transition out of active duty to civilian life, primarily through scholarships, and let's help them get out of active duty, like get into civilian life and not fall into the traps that Glenn fell into with private contracting. It's dangerous work. And, and it started out as a way to keep Glenn's memory at the table. And it felt so good. And all of a sudden I'm in the charity space and I don't know anything about charities, but we had to learn. And boy, if, if life's worth living, it's worth living because you're learning something new. So we learned a lot about it. We got this little small nonprofit up and running and we started being able to hand out scholarships and it felt great. It just warms you up to know that you've made a positive impact on someone else's life. That's service. And, and service is incredibly special. Well, you fast forward a couple of years and the foundation's up and running. The movie's come and gone. 13 hours is already on you're, you're renting it on Netflix or whatever. And my wife, I then got married and my wife introduced me to collagen protein. Okay. And this is in early 2017. So she buys me a jar of collagen and she says famously to me, you're not getting any younger and I need to preserve your old ass. <laughs> Now my wife, she's a little more than 10 years younger than I am. And we had a one-year-old child and she was pregnant with our second. So she had a very selfish interest for wanting to preserve me. And she, she joked her, said, Hey, listen, I, I learned about this on some health blog. This stuff's supposed to be amazing. It's supposed to be really good for your joints. And that's where I have had a lot of issues, a lot of impact over the years, all the years of snowboarding and cross running and fitness. It just, you kick the shit out of your body. Like, uh, I think Jimmy Buffett said it really well. You can treat your body like a temple. I treat mine like a tent. And, uh, <laughs> I was on the tent side of things. All right. So she bought me a jar of collagen. I, I'm what you would call a supplement skeptic, but I took it. I said, okay, what do you do with it? Oh, you put it in coffee. Okay. So I, I threw a scoop in my coffee, but couldn't really taste too much with it. So I put another scoop in and then a couple of weeks goes by three weeks goes by. And all of a sudden I'm like, where are the nail clippers? Like, this is crazy. Like my fingernails are growing like I'm the Wolverine right now. And then I needed a haircut and I'm like looking at the jar and I'm like, it says hair, skin, nails, uh, joint health. Like what's next. And about the two month mark is when I had that true epiphanal Oh shit moment where I knew something good was happening in my body. And, and I'd seen the physical evidence, like the fingernails and hair. So I knew something was happening. But there was a moment about two months in where I jumped out of bed. I had to pack up the kids, get them to the airport, fly cross country. And we flew from San Diego to Boston. Now it's about a five and a half hour flight. Get off the plane, grabbing the kids, you know, kid, my wife, all the stuff that comes with having a kid. And I look at Heather and we're, we're walking around in Boston, like you're going to get the rental car. I said, nothing hurts. And she's like, oh, that's nice, dear. I'm like, oh, you don't understand nothing hurts. Like I feel great. And she's like, Oh, I'm like, my knees don't hurt. I just sat down for five and a half hours. I should be all cramped up. I feel great. And it just got better and better from there. So I became an absolute collagen evangelist because every day felt a little better than the day before. So at 45 years old, I started to feel like I did when I was 35 no aches and pains, no soreness. I was sleeping better. And then a couple more months goes by 
and I start realizing how well I'm processing food. And we're talking gut health here, like the magic pinnacle of all things in your body that you want to have working well for you. I was so used to having such a bad gut that when I started to have a really good stomach, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, what's this? I used to joke about taking college and I'd be like, oh, like, oh, collagen is the number one way you can get rid of your toilet paper. You won't need it after, after a good collagen routine. And it's true. I used to call it ghost wipe. You get off the, you get off the toilet and you're feeling great. Uh, that might be a little graphic for some people. Sorry about that. <laughs> I just became an evangelist and I started looking at what was in it. What is proline? What is glycine? What's glutamine? What are these amino acids? What the hell is an amino acid? And I did it from the sidelines. I was such a customer who was enjoying the journey. And I was just feeling better and better. My, I was lifting again. I was back in the gym, crossfitting the way I'd wanted to and snowboarding again at the level you want to snowboard. So the company idea came about the, the idea for Bubs Naturals came about when TJ, my business partner came to the house, Michigan guy, and he sees the jar of collagen on the counter and he says, Oh, you take that stuff, huh? And I start raving just like I just did with you. Like this stuff feels so good. It tastes so great. Like it's the best thing ever. And he just looks at me and he's like, well, let's start a company. And I'm like, sure, man. Yeah, let's start a company. Like I got a one-year-old in diapers crawling around behind you, but let's start a company. <laughs> and uh, so we just said, okay, let's take a look at that. And we said, well, what would it look like? Right. Just sipping coffee, having a conversation. And we both said at the exact same time, well, whatever we do, we got to do something cool for charity. And that little statement that we Ooh. both said identically right. just lit this spark in my head. And I, you know, I just went, Oh my God. Well, I know the charity. It's gotta be Glenn's charity. And Glenn's call sign in the Navy was bub. So we'll call the company bubs naturals as a tribute to Glenn and his way of life. All of our products will stand for self-improvement just like Glenn stood for self-improvement and will always give 10% of all profits to his charity and charities in his name. Cause Glenn was always helping others right to the very end. And it was just woven into the DNA of the brand. We took it out to his teammates in the seals and his family. And we just kind of gut checked it. Like, guys, what do you think? Like, is this the craziest idea ever? And everyone came back universally and all said, Glenn would kick your ass. If you don't do this, you got to do this. Oh, good. And I was like, well, here we go. And yeah, you know, I ran it past my wife and she's like, are you sure you want to start a company right now at 45 years old? And we got babies on the way. And I was like, what Why do you not? think? She's like, I think it sounds good. So that was it. The adventure was born. And then Tom, I, I think what's key here is like, you could have just run it to Amazon and said, here's another collagen brand, but the world didn't need another collagen brand. No. The world needed a brand, maybe doing something a little bit different. And in celebrating Glenn's life and his legacy and, and things we believed in, I was like, well, I'm not going to just put Glenn's name on the jar and, and just throw it up there. It's got to be the best collagen on the planet. And I want to be able to stand by that statement. So we set out to test every brand that was in the market. What do we like? What don't we like? How can we improve on it? And who's the supplier who can help us achieve that dream? And that was the journey for us. We got really lucky. We have one supplier. We've been with them since the very start. We're single source, single supply. We're the only brand that I know of that is both Whole30 approved 
which is Melissa Urban's fantastic whole food clean eating program and 100% NSF certified for sport. So we went out for these third party accolades, knowing that we had this premium product with an amazing acid profile that was going to deliver. And what does that matter for you? Well, it's got to have the best solubility. It has to have the best flavor profile. In other words, you got to want to use it. Right. That was the goal was like, I want to make a product that you would put into your product, into your daily routine. If you sip coffee or smoothies and it just seamlessly works right on in. And that was the goal. And, uh, you know, heck four years later, we're, we're hopefully we're getting there. You're, I, it looks like you're getting there, brother. And college is interesting. Cause if you go to Amazon and I'm one of the, I was using great lakes college for a long time. And, and then I realized that the quality wasn't, I'm not going to dog on great lakes college. And no, but the, the quality wasn't there. And as I'm aging, I'm 62 going on 63. And I like to work out and I don't like, to, I need a little more than college in these days, like testosterone and at 62, you got to get something going. Well, the HGH podcast is next time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you're right. There's a lot of bad college collagens on the market that you can find on Amazon. Yeah. So, it's a race to the bottom and, right. and I get it. Cause I, now I know the supply chain and I, I see what's out there. And there's a lot of good collagens, but they're good, but why not go for great? And if you can get access to great and great would be like, Hey, are they whole 30 approved? Because there's only one other brand in collagen that is whole 30 approved in the entire world. And who else is NSF certified for sport and how many of them are both. And then all of a sudden you realize, well, there's only one brand and that's us but that's just a mark of quality. Like I just want to make okay. sure that, that our customers, our family know that when they see Bub's name on the jar, they're going to get the absolute best and we're not going to charge more for it. We're not like trying to play some premium. Right, right. We, we overinflate it just so we can donate to charity. That's not our game. Our game is better health. Right. And if I can help people to feel as good as I have been made to feel over these last five years, mission accomplished. If I can help more people transition out of the military to civilian life through those scholarships and right. feed that's awesome. you know, donations in mission accomplished. Like right. I will, I will have done what I wanted to do, which is share great living and great experience. Cause dude, I want you to bounce out of bed tomorrow to walk your dog at six 30 in the morning. I can't help you with freezing, freezing balls off at the very right. least. <laughs> that's what the long johns are for. Exactly. So, so it's been interesting. It's been a very interesting game. That's, that's interesting. It's very interesting. And, and it's a great story. And I really ha- had some fun on your website. And last night, I've never done this before. I prep for podcasts a lot. And I don't do this to make a profit. People think I'm making money up. I do this because I lost a ton of weight. And I wanted to get the, as a health coach, I wanted to get the word out there on everything, health and wellness, not just this, that diets. And I just want to get everything I can. So anyway, last night I'm prepping for the podcast and I took a break and I sat outside on the patio. It was a little chilly, but I just sat there and I was playing on my phone. I go to Facebook and while I was prepping, I of course pulled up your website, like any good website, you go to Facebook and the first thing that pops up is a bub's ad. <laughs> so well, 
So your website works and they're doing their good thing by getting it to go to Facebook. So I start, I pull up the Facebook ad. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting out here doing nothing. Actually, I was smoking a cigar. So that doesn't fall in this health and wellness realm very well, but yeah. But if there's a there's right. a whole Cuban like right. sipping scotch right. bourbon component to that that actually had the bourbon great too. senses. I was smoking. I was sitting out on the patio in my long johns with a little bit of bourbon and, and a cigar, prepping for this podcast and looking at Facebook, and this ad popped up. So I opened your pack. I opened the ad up, and up pops your chat bot. The chat bot says, "Can I help you?" And I said, "Well." You can give me some questions to ask Sean on tomorrow evening's podcast. <laughs> and I get this answer back from Ashley. And she says, laugh out loud. Oh, boy. Have them talk about Glenn and Bubs, which we have. And then she says, have them talk about the newest product. <laughs> so I said, okay, we'll do that. What is the newest product? She goes, it's the apple cider vinegar gummies. So the gummies are all the new craze. And as an old hippie, I love my gummies still. Not the apple cider ones. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm tracking. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I went and pulled up the apple cider vinegar gummies. And this is interesting because, first of all, I'm, I'm hardcore. I, I pour apple cider in a shot glass in the morning, put a little mm. bit of water, and boof. Yeah. But <laughs> the feedback on that is horrendous. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's so, like drinking oil Toro when you're in college. It's just nothing good comes from that. <laughs> exactly. And I got sick of that a long time ago, and I've been doing different things. But I got to thinking about this gummy aspect because this is going to be really easy. Absolutely. Yeah. So I came to the website, and I looked up, and your gummies have an amazing combination here of pomegranate, which is awesome for your body, pomegranate juice, and beetroot, beet juice. Yep. Yep, a little bit of purple carrot in there too. It's 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 neat. Like when your natural, when you're, the color of, of your product is right. literally coming from the earth right. and coming from those those natural elements, it's neat. And then apple cider, like what it can do, like it's I find it very satiating. Oh, yeah. I, I get a buzz off it. Like I swear, it's just a little bit of an energy kick that is right. there. And obviously, it's got the kind of prebiotic benefits to it as right. well. But just overall, just healthy metabolism. It's you're taking the shot. You're basically distilling it down into its powder. You're just you're dehydrating it right. down, and then you've got this kind of natural flavor. And then the gummies themselves are also re-soaked in apple cider vinegar, so it's, it gets that little extra absorption. Just the flavor profile from it is like you taste the vinegar, but it's not so off-putting that it's like it, it's that that punch that you get from well ingesting vinegar. Right, right. You have some on its way. Ashley and I maybe circled up right before this. By the way, she never tipped her hat, but she had dined me out on, on questions to ask me. And she took it real easy on me. She could have gone in hard in the paint and given me some, <laughs> some doozy questions. I, I probably owe her a thank you, but you'll be getting a note from Ashley okay. and myself to make sure you get set up proper with the bubs. All right. Yeah, I was, I was curious. And I was, so anyway, if you do the subscription, which you can do 15-day delivery, 45-day delivery, or a 30-day delivery, which is yep. perfect. It's only $9.28 a bottle. Yeah. It's a, we're doing a big sale. Uh, and we do this periodically. It's like right. people need to have exposure to these healthy choices 
And, right. and if cost is that prohibitor, they're never going to come in. So normal price is $18.95. Well, come right. in and subscribe to it. Hey, if you don't like it, just cancel it. That's easy. But you will like it. I'm, I'm going to bank on that. And then you just set up a subscription that you're going to get those continued savings on over time. And that's the same thing with the collagen, same thing with the MCT. And obviously we're just coming off of black Friday and cyber Monday and these bigger sales windows, but we're all about it. And one of the things we're going to do with you on the back end of this is make sure that you've got a way to activate your customers. If they say, Hey, you heard that bump story. He's a wacky dude, but I want to try his collagen that we've got a way to help get them excited to come in and and participate with the brand. That's the whole point. We want to remove barriers. Because I have a lot of people that I turn apple cider vinegar onto and collagen powder because both of them are perfect. Most people are like, Tom, I can't stomach this apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Because I I can't, because I take the jar, I used to take the bottle out, just chug it. Yeah. Oh, it's rough. People are like, what the hell? But yours, let's talk about some of the benefits. Weight loss is what, weight loss and blood sugar stabilization are the two I use it for. Yes. But it has many other benefits. So, and I, when I start talking about weight loss, I kind of talk about it around just a healthy metabolism overall, like, like just how you're processing food and kind of like keeping everything regulated. And so that's where I enjoy it. And then I do note energy from right. a good punch. Like I could never abide by having apple cider vinegar too late in the evening. Cause I'd be like, Oh no, it kind of, it, it gets me going again. So I always prefer it first half of the day or midday. It kind of has that cutoff for me. And there's a lot of studies that talk about how in general, promoting good blood flow is, is good for immune support. And I think if there was ever a time in our country's history where you just want exactly. to do all the baseline things to help there, that's one of them. And when you've got a prebiotic fiber as well, hey, that digestive aid, it's just going to kick a little bit more right. around that. And if you can process food well, you're feeding back in your overall general health. People don't understand the fact that you're putting the acid in your body, but it, it actually controls acid reflux. Mm-hmm. So explaining to people that is difficult, but they, after they start using it, they get it. Yeah. It's, it's literally like, I can describe it to you, but you have to actually take it and right. taste it to then have that kick in the gear right. and realize, like, Oh yeah, there is something here. Right. And, and you're in a unique position because of course you have an audience that are listening to you. So they know that, Hey, you used to take great lakes collagen right. and it was good. It did its job, but then it wasn't great. Right. And then you realize like, boy, if I actually read the back of, of the a label. jar <laughs> and I read the label and I realize like, what is that amino acid profile? Right. And you realize it's different from brand to brand. And you're like, right. well, the whole point of taking collagen, well, I'm going to switch to collagen for a second. If it doesn't taste good, right. you're not going to use it. Right. Exactly. If it doesn't have the effectiveness of the end result, you're going to stop using it. So no slick marketing is going to end up doing its job right. if it doesn't deliver as promised. So, so for apple cider vinegar, our goal was well, let's make sure we have the absolute best tasting. We know that the product's going to deliver and go toe to toe with all the other gummies that are out there. And it's going to, we just want to make it taste that much better and deliver as promised. Then with collagen, it was a little bit, the drive there was flavor, solubility, no acid profile. I want to make sure we've got the most glycine you can get out there because that's going to deliver so many values for producing synovial fluid and aiding sleep and recovery and proline and obviously 
ladies enjoy the fuller hair, which you and I don't have to worry about as much anymore. <laughs> and, uh, but you want to make sure that those amino acids are loaded right. and a great collagen is going to be loaded in them. But also if it tastes like a cow's, you know what, right. you're probably not going to keep using it because it's not going to taste good. Right. And if it's not soluble, if it clumps, you're not going to keep using it. So our goal was to make sure that we're removing all barriers to entry, no flavor, super soluble, kick-ass amino acid profile, and let's go. So it's the most abundant protein in our bodies. Yep. And it, it makes up nearly one-third of our protein composition, mm -hmm. if not more. One-third is a rough guesstimate. It helps with our joints, skin, nails, tendons, and basically ligaments. It's part of our bodies. Yeah. And we have to have it. And as we age, all that depletes. Most people don't eat enough meat. Mm -hmm. Plus of all, when you're eating meat, unless you're paying the extra price, you're not getting proper collagen. No, you're not. And, and that's super key. There is like, you can't ingest and eat enough. You're not eating enough hoofs and, and hide and bone and livers and the parts of the cow that are abundant or, or different animals that are right. abundant in collagen. So supplementation is just, it's a necessity of our diet. And if, if you're not getting that, your body is not it's not producing any more collagen. Like when you turn 25, it's all downhill from there. Right. Exactly. You can supplement with it and you can offset those aging effects. You can condition your body to produce more collagen. And that's why now it's come a lot more to the forefront or, or at least it's gaining traction. Like it, it used to be in the nineties. If you knew about collagen, it was because you were just eating jello. Literally right. gelatin was right. the closest people could get. And right. Again, the amino acid profile wasn't nearly what it can be in a high-grade, high-sourced collagen protein, but it was the best you could do. But think about that. That was like the one percenters that were in tune with diet back then to even pay attention to that. Right. Now, I mean, I mean the, the gym rats, mostly. Yeah, exactly. And, and as you discover that path and you're like, hey, I like how I feel after I go to the gym. I like the energy I feel. Right. How do I capitalize on that? What are the decisions I can make in the kitchen that are going to help me with the whole rest of my day, whether I'm hiking Mount Kilimanjaro or I'm running my first 5k, like whatever your thing is. Right. Well, what type of collagen? There's different types of collagen. There's collagen peptides, hydrolyzed collagen. Yeah. So what are you using for bugs? So, so I like to joke and tell everyone we use ground up cowhide because that's what we use. We, so we use types one and types three collagen. It is hydrolyzed. And it is agglomerate. So it is, it is basically gone through a process to make it very soluble. And it's, it, it's a fantastic product. So the beauty of using cowhide is that it's a part of the kind of end of life cycle for that cow where the hide gets shipped off to the leather tanneries. Well, the leather tanneries only like to use the outer part of the hide for the leather industry. Right. That inner part gets scraped up and chucked until now. So now that inner part of the hide gets repurposed into the collagen production life cycle. So it's a really neat way of saying, Hey, we're actually upcycling from a product that is a, it's a throwaway from the cattle industry. But when you take that inner hide 
and you boost that amino acid profile and then you agglomerate it and then you hydrolyze it and you do all the things that help take it from this boosted amino acid pile slurry into a fine powder. And it's a very easy, clean process to go from hide to powder. It's a single ingredient product, which is so magical about it. The, the real magic is taking it and preserving that amino acid profile, boosting that amino acid profile so that it becomes a functional food for all of us. Mm. And yours has no taste. Exactly. So unflavored to me was, it was the easiest, it was our best approach to try and get people to adopt it. Because if we roll that with vanilla and chocolate and right, strawberry, right. it's not that those won't be around for that discerning customer in the future. But to me, the most pure expression of collagen was going to be that initial unflavored take on it. And then really, to be truly that's perfect though, because I, my cup of coffee in the morning gets collagen. Yeah, it gets uh, some some mushroom. It's a five different types of uh, mushrooms. Yeah, like a reishi, lion's mane, couple different. Yeah, and then it has, and then it, and then collagen, and then some MCT oil, which we're going to get into in a little bit. So that's why I like unflavored. You really don't need a flavor for collagen because most of the time it goes in either a a, a shake or it goes in coffee. And, and, and again, a, a misnomer out there is like people that are putting it into that shake, into your smoothie. It's not meant to replace your plant-based protein or your whey protein. It can really be a complement to the protein that your body needs to ingest on the daily. So, hey, it's unflavored. So if you like your strawberry vanilla absolutely, you know, whey protein in a shake, cool. Throw the collagen on top. You're not going to taste it. You're getting the benefits and on with your day. Well, and realistically, collagen is a whole different type of protein. As far as you, know, you don't take it for bodybuilding and buffing up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is the recovery right. side of the element. Like I'm not blowing up on collagen. Right. I'm just repairing my body so I can get back to activity, which is equally as valuable as muscle build. Right. So next you have another product in the collagen line with vitamin C. And this was interesting. I really like what you did here. And that is the fountain of youth. Oh, I love that one. I was waiting. That was a dramatic pause right there. Vitamin C goes hand in hand with collagen. And basically for, for folks that you know, say, oh, well, I put collagen in my coffee. Well, you get a lot of vitamin C naturally in most folks' diets. So it's, it's not something you need to add in. However, if you're going to add it in, add a functional amount. Right. So there's a lot of beauty collagens on the market that like to talk about, oh, we added... 200 milligrams of vitamin C. And isn't that cute? Well, you and I both know that you're going to pee out the majority of that. So why not put a functional amount in? So we went with a thousand milligrams of vitamin C per scoop. So basically here's your immune health. You're going to actually absorb at least 300 milligrams of that. And, and then throw in 10 times the daily recommended value of biotin and wrap it all up with the best antioxidant berry, the maki berry, because it's way more powerful than the acai. And that's kind of our approach on products in general is let's come out with stuff that's truly going to make a difference. So that's a found of youth. And that was a little bit of a nod to, uh, to Glenn. We used to joke when we were turning 40, we're like, <laughs> starting to get some aches and pains. What's the found of youth? And we're like, is it testosterone or HGH? We're like, oh, we can't afford any of that stuff. So what is it going to be? And yeah. of course, now we have collagen. 
So the, the, the name of the product, the Fountain of Youth, was a direct nod to, to Glenn. Was it really? That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it, was, it was our old joke. And then I like the fact you had some coconut in there for like an MCT. Yeah, so just a little hint of it actually can kind of accelerate. It's an oil, right. so it's going to get things moving. That was the, the formulator. But also, our MCT oil powder has this really neat creaminess to it. And so it, it just added a flavor profile. It's a very small amount. This is literally less than a gram of it per serving. It's a little splash of it, but it, it goes a really long way to kind of carry the flavor over. So it's like, it's like a creamy berry. And that, and that takes us into the MCT powder. This is a brilliant, in my opinion, because <laughs> I hate that that when you when I take the MCT oil, put it in my coffee, and it, oh, I'm with you. You get that like oil slick on top of your coffee. Yeah, man. So, so this is an absolute. This is an absolute nod to TJ. He used to sell bulletproof MCT oil on Amazon ah. for for a while. And he said he would get the containers in. This is before we had hatch bulbs. This is back in the day. And he said like half of them would be like riddled with oil because the containers would leak and it would blow out and leak everywhere. And then you couldn't sell it. And he's like, man, it's such a pain in the ass. Then I went and did this training camp and I was introduced to the Bulletproof coffee. And I just felt like I was drinking an oil slick. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I get the benefit side to this, but tastes like crap. So we set out to say like, well, what would MCT look like in a powder? And there was a few brands that were already doing it. They were on acacia fiber, cornstarch, and did they weren't any better? It was like, okay, I got less functional oil. And then it looks like brown water. It just doesn't, doesn't look good. doesn't taste good. And again, I'm big on flavor. If it tastes good, you're going to use it. Right. So we chose tapioca starch, which is basically cassava root. And there you've got a paleo friendly, keto friendly carrier. It absorbs the oil well. And we launched an MCT oil powder and it blew up and became our number two seller. So we, we actually have a little coffee drink now that we call the Bub's Brew, where you put two scoops of collagen and a scoop of MCT and you, you mix it up in a little frother together and uh, you got your day, your go juice ready to go. Nice. And you don't need that much MCT to really do the job. I think yeah. there's a misnomer of how much you have to take. You get five or six grams of oil in you and you're moving, man. Like your day started. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's good fun. So you've got quite a lineup here. I'm looking forward to trying this because I was just gonna I was actually looking at shopping today and the Santa suit that you were on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one other thing we always like to do is that there's a lot of brands that take themselves very seriously. And and we take our job very seriously, but we also take fun yeah. equally as seriously. So the Santa suit, that had to happen. So, you know, have a little fun. And somebody else was in that video. Was it TJ? TJ, yeah, the other half of Bubs. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. He was, so he, he's, he's off making sure that website is the most right. user-friendly experience that you could ever encounter. So that when you pull up Facebook or after you look at your website, it pops up. He's doing yeah. that. Okay. He's actually pulling the strings right above it. You don't see it. He's above Zuckerberg just <laughs> yanking on it. And I'm a big I'm a big supplement junkie. I try all kinds of different things. Matter of fact, I got 
because of the podcast, people ship me all kinds of stuff. And some of it I haven't even touched yet. One thing, you'll see my tongue is blue. My mouth is blue. What do you got going on there? That is a company called Troscriptions. And it's blue. It has in this, it's called blue canatine. It's actually, this one has hemp, CBD, nicotine, and blue, uh, uh, methylene, methylene blue. And a little cat and a little trochee that you just and and it it helps with my mind at 62. It helps my mind do stuff like this, keeps me focused. It's amazing. And I also use it as a pre-workout now. So when I imagine that'll get a little go-go juice. Oh, yeah. And they, they call me uh Mr. Or Papa Smurf at the gym. Because my mouth's <laughs> always blue. They're like, well, yeah. It's kind of a tall sign. You, you spout out a couple of words and people are looking at your face going like, Wait, like what's, what's going on with Tom today? Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Oh, yeah. Well, like for us, we sort of looked at from a product standpoint and, and, and our approach is like, well, what are the things that, that help us achieve our goals in the day? Right. MCT oil, you've talked about it before. Mental focus, energy, great for gut health. Like those three things, you're good. And of course, intermittent fasting and, and how satiating that oil can be collagen for all the reasons we've discussed collagen, all the benefits along the way. Right. And of course, apple cider vinegar. So you, you, in the fountain of youth, like all these products that are all designed around that core of self-improvement, you're not running around with a blue tongue. Cause you just like the color of lollipop <laughs> because you want those benefits right. to help you live right. full life. So there's great alignment there in just in values. I wear this baseball cap and the cap's no joke. Like we, we live by that motto. Die young as late as possible. Yeah, that's a fact. And that's, uh, those are the kind of mantras that we have that we, like we put it on the bottom of our bag. So, you know, our, the bottom of our MCT bag has that same statement. So we'll sort of like subtly throw the messaging right on in there. That's the whole point of it, man. That's, you know, that's right. Well, it is. And an interesting part is one reason that got me into this whole realm of coaching and health and continuing my education is as in, in 2007, I was 290 pounds. I was diagnosed with metabolic syndrome, which is a combination of blood pressure, cholesterol, blood sugar, the whole gamut. And that's what killed my dad at the age of 64. So, or 63 actually, and I'll be 63 next year. So I made a, a freaking conscious effort to change my life. And these three products are been a staple of that change and something that I use on a daily basis because it's just easy. You put it in your coffee, yeah. my coffee's brewing or my, I take the apple cider vinegar. And also I want to touch on based on anybody that's intermittent fasting. None of these products will break your fast. No, it's funny. It's one of the most disputed topics that, that I encounter with our customer base is how religious you are with your intermittent fast and what qualifies. And I've met firm, staunch folks that say, if you drink anything but water, you're breaking your fast. Right. So like, I'm a big fan of warm lemon water first thing in the morning. And some people like you've broken your fast. And I'm like, really? Did I really? <laughs> right. And then the idea of putting a healthy fat or, or the protein from collagen in, most people agree, like, hey, that's part of your fast. That, that carries you through until you're eating solid foods right. 
however many hours later. Right. I lean on that side of the, of the fasting routine. Right. And that topic, oh, you're right. This topic gets brought up a lot. And some of the fasting gurus will tell you, no, you broke your fast. Yeah. And hands then, down. And then, then look at to each his own. Right. If you achieve the desired result that you are going right. for, and according to one person, you're breaking a rule. And according to another person, you're not. Neither one matters if you're achieving the results right. that you're going for, which is improved longevity, improved endurance, improved health and wellness, whatever increased, your, your goals increased are. Increased immune system, inflammation, decrease in inflammation. And, and that's what fasting's for. Yeah. And, and you, you starve out the bullshit. And so, yeah. Well, I, there's one thing I can tell we're in good alignment with. It's starving out the bullshit. Right. And, you know, that was, that was a big spark for, for Bubs was look at, there's a lot of crap out there. We can do it better. Especially in, in this day and age, this last two years, there's so much bullshit that <laughs> I can't even freaking see straight some mornings. Yeah. Well, know, that's, so. that, that, it's nice to know that there's some good beacons out there too. And there's some good brands that oh, are yeah, doing right. And we need to, cause there's people are getting fed a bunch of crap most of the time. Yeah. When they're pursuing health and wellness, right. but you know. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I'm sure it's almost three o'clock there, three fifteen. It is three fifteen, and that is that's okay. It just means that the tractor beam of the next task is starting to pull on me. So you just is it over never there? Is he over there in the corner? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hopefully for you, the, the next one is a little bit of research with a, a nice sip of bourbon and a cigar on the front porch. That sounds glorious. I'm actually gonna go chill out. You're right. That's what I'm going to do. And it's been a long day and it's a good day, but it's been a long one. Well, you said it yourself on the wall behind you create an amazing day and uh... create, I create an amazing day every day. I got my paddleboard over here. That's one thing that I took up at 60 years old. Like I was like, I got to find something to do. It gets me out yeah. of the water away from people and I can be in peace. Yeah. That's good stuff right there. Uh, so I bought a paddleboard. Matter of fact, I'm trying to paddle every month of the year. I missed November because I was trying to do too heavy a kettlebell and pull the muscle. And I couldn't lift my paddleboard and put it on my roof. So I missed November, but I'm going to go this weekend and, and get that done for a couple hours at least. Amen. Get after it. That sounds good. I'll spin a kettlebell this afternoon. I'll make sure I, I don't, I don't get in my eyes too big from stomach. We were doing a chipper at the gym and we were doing 60 kettlebell swings, 60 burpees. And I tried to, I had the 35 kettle, pound kettlebell sitting there. I'm like, ah, I was feeling a little edgy. I said, I'm just going to go for the 45. There you go. Yeah. Then I, it, I felt great at the end, but Saturday morning I woke up and I'm like, shit, what did, how did I do? <laughs> it got me, it got me. It got me bad. And I, I, I it's like, I don't want to age, but. Well, we keep fighting the good fight there. That's just keep dying young as late as possible. And again, I got a box heading out your way. Hey, uh, before we go, what do you have anything you want to conclude with? Yeah. Just for anyone who's curious, again, you kind of already alluded to this earlier. There's like, we want to remove those barriers to entry and get folks in to experience what the best collagen can be. The best MCT can be the best apple cider, like whatever works for you and your goals and, and come on over to our website and experience that. And we have 
we do, we're trying to make that as seamless as possible for folks. So okay. bubsnaturals.com that's B U B S N A T U R A L S naturals.com. Find us on Facebook, take the quiz just <laughs> like Tom did. And that's uh, just at bubs naturals. Same for our Instagram. Come take us for a spin. We've got a money back guarantee on everything. No questions asked. Again, we're here to show folks that there can be an amazing solution out there to some of those goals that they have. Right. And, and you're going to help all the people along the way. That's what we're here for. All right. One thing before we go that I, I ask all my guests, it has nothing to do with the topic. If you had, if Sean had 30 to 45 minutes just to chill out, what album or artist would you put on? Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. I got a funny story for that one. I'll bet you do. And it probably involves that strip club. No, it involved the gummy in my paddle boards. I like your style. The Chattahoochee River is right down the street from me. I paddled up three miles and I put Dark Side of the Moon on and I floated back down the stream with Wish You Were Here and then Shine On Your Crazy Diamond, the long version of Shine On Your Crazy Diamond came on. And I fell asleep. I woke up an hour and a half later stuck in a sandbar somewhere on the Chattahoochee <laughs> River. You had to paddle your way back, too, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Anyway, it was great talking to you, brother. And keep doing what you got to do. We'll send some clients your way. And I look forward to it, man. I look forward to helping being a part of that journey. And I look forward to your feedback. Once you get the bubs, let me know how it works out for you. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Thank you for joining in today with the Rebel Health Coach, Tom Underwood. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you can catch all the episodes. With desire and commitment, you can implement a lifestyle of wellness and fitness. For the support, encouragement, and tools you need to be successful, visit TomUnderwood.net.